Are you ready? I'm ready. I still love it. Uh, Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 626. Ugh. Ugh. Hello, everyone. Hello. <clears throat> we got a little break so that we could uh, get ourselves ready for the uh, the season of school and yeah. new jobs and graduations all and kinds of stuff. parties and all the things. Before we start with all of our recap of what we've been doing, I think it's only appropriate to discuss Maui. Oh, my God. Because it's, it's oh, my gosh. I've never been to Maui. I have not, wait. I no, I were, haven't either. But actually, Jerry reminded me that when we went to Oahu last time, mm-hmm. that we were talking about, we were going to do an impromptu island hop and stay at Maui for mm-hmm. a night, yes. just because we had never been there. Sure. And so, apparently, this is shocking to me, he did all the research, I let him, I don't even know what that was about, mm-hmm. and he had found us a really nice hotel, and was right on the beach, and we were going to stay there in Lahaina, mm-hmm. and that's the hotel that burned to the ground. Yeah, so we have family friends, they used to be our neighbors, their yeah. daughter Emily, she has a really great um, TikTok account called Em and Lenny, because she oh, has a little cute. bearded dragon, and it's very popular, Aww. she's gotten a lot of attention, wow. um, PetSmart, she's a little, she's a um, sweet represent, I mean, she's, it's going very well. How cute. So she had a little rough go of it a couple, like a year or so ago, she got divorced, etc. Uh-huh. So now, because YOLO, which I don't like using that word, but whatever, she spends <laughs> six months a year in Maui, working oh. in a coffee shop with friends and she's just living her best life yeah and then she comes home to northern california and spends six months with her mom and brother and everybody here and she works here as well and she has a master's degree in environmental studies so she's not a she's not a like not doing anything yeah she's not flitting along in life no she's she's quite educated and she can go back to that whenever she wants but right now she's just doing this because it's what she wants to do and i wish that i had thought about that you know she's I'm not jealous. I'm so happy for her, but right. I'm like envious in the sense of good for her for taking advantage of her youth and doing what she wants to do. It's yeah. so few people are brave enough to do it. Well, or th- or have the, you know, when you're, I swear, when you're that age, mm-hmm. you have the attention span of a gnat. Yeah. Like something can make you mm-hmm. sidetrack and you're doing that. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter why. She's just making up for time that I that think her. she probably felt she lost before. Anyway, That's with amazing. All, all that being said, she was. Uh, she works in a coffee shop in Lahaina. She lives in Lahaina, and was she there for the fire? She was, oh my and God. she's still there. The winds came because it was a hurricane. Yeah, the winds came. It was like eighty mile per hour winds yep. blowing down into the Lahaina, and so I don't know at what point, but she said I woke up, went to the coffee shop. We were all there because you know they probably open like four a.m. anyway. Yeah, Starbucks opens at five. So. Right, and so we were in there, we were looking at the storm and everything. And then all of a sudden we look out the window and there's black smoke coming down the road. And we're like, what is that? So we realize with emergencies that it's a fire and it's hitting Lahaina. So we all go home. I grab the most valuable things I can in a backpack. We get my car and we go North just to get away, just to get out. And she was lucky because they moved way faster than most people did. Right. And it's because they were awake and yeah, up. at so early. Most people were still sleeping. Right. She's obviously devastated. Of course. <laughs> devastated. Did and the coffee shop burn down? It's gone. Gone. Everything's gone. And interestingly, she lives in a housing complex, 
And most of her housing complex is completely burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. But her little section did not get touched. How weird is all. that? But there's no plumbing, no electrical, no nothing. Right. So she can't live there. No. And people are already starting to loot. And so ah. it's not safe. It's she's she's disgusted. We're all disgusted that by this. That's happened though. We've, it happens in California. It's happened. It happens at every people fire go we've in had. and they start looting through and saying, "Oh, is there anything worth the, anything?" It's no. So it's gone. It's so not only that, but it's just so horrible because that like this happened to in California. We Paradise. obviously have a lot. Paradise. The Paradise even, fire was um, awful. Like the Tahoe fire we had was it oh, last year, a couple years or the ago. year before. Yeah, it, it was, was big years. and it was in yes. a really popular place. Yeah, we all thought South Lake Tahoe was going to burn down. Yeah which is huge. And yeah. um, so a lot of people evacuated that didn't end up getting their homes burned down, but they had to be gone. Yeah, you can't be And in. people were going up there and robbing them. Yeah, I'm like, weren't. you motherfucker. I'm sorry, that is That's the awful. lowest It's a very low. low blow. So with that being said, she's been amazing. She has fundraised almost $10,000. Wow. She's going to Costco, Target, Safeway. She sees people that she knows are homeless and have lost everything, including their place of business. Yeah. So not only do they not have a place to sleep, they have nowhere to work. Right. So they have nothing. Mm -hmm. So she's been um, paying for everybody as they come out, wow. uh, just using the Venmo that she set up for, for this. And so she's Good been helping her. the Humane Society. She's been literally standing and waiting for people and just paying for their stuff as they're in line. Aww. That's what she's doing. Because Lahaina is not that big of a oh, community. Oh, it's tiny. And so she can she knows everybody. So she's been doing that. Obviously, the government's not letting people in. So, you know, right. people don't fuck around. They're getting in boats and going into the docks and helping people in right, Lahaina right, because right. they're just like, you can close the roads, but we're not going to stop. Right. So they're building literally human chains and bringing in supplies for people that oh are living God. in the park. because that and so amazing. They interviewed one woman. She was probably 30. She has a two-year-old and a four-month-old. Oh and she has nothing. Literally nothing. Where is she living? The park. Yeah, unsheltered, I imagine. Of course. And, you know, it's still really windy. Yeah. And there's terror. You know, everybody's afraid of m- more fire. Right. Which there's... Or weather, whatever. Well, it's Hawaii. It rains. It's, Constantly. you know, windy. It's horrible. Yeah, and, and of so, course, when this happened, that was like the one day that didn't rain. Of course. Like two days later, I think it did. They said mildly rain, but normally Nothing. it rains every day in Hawaii. If you've ever been there, yeah. it In the morning, every, every morning. Yeah. Not this day. The number one request so far has been tampons, pads, and diapers. Oh. I'm like, so that kind of tells you what the community build up. It's women and children. Yeah. There's a school. There's many. There's a high school, an elementary school. All of it is there. It's gone. All of it's gone. Oh my God, that is so So, awful. of course, you know, if you are a lover of traveling to Hawaii. Many people are. It's devastating to see the banyan tree is black. Yeah. You know, that giant. But they said they thought it was going to survive. It's going to survive. They're like, the roots are intact. It looks yeah. like it's going to recover. It will be years, but it will. it's not going to it's die. It's not going to die. Unless disease hits it. I don't think anything. Those things are so... I mean, they're just so resilient. They are. Mother Nature is not. That's why they live for millions of years or however yeah. long they live. But I mean. And Daryl and I were even talking about it. I said, there are trees on that island that are far older than that tree. Oh, for sure. And it's, I mean, I hope they're, everything's okay. Yeah. So with that being said, even though I've never been to Lahaina, I do have a friend who has a home in Lahaina. I believe um, she said that she, um, her home was spared. And um, they did have a scuba company that co- went, I think, went out of Lahaina or maybe Kanapali, but I think it was Lahaina. And she's, she only mentioned her home. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, their business is nowhere. <coughs> right. There's nothing's getting, no one can be it's there. It's so frightening. I was listening to um, 
this guy that was talking and I don't I have I need to go back and see what the outcome was but basically mm-hmm. he was one of the ones that had to jump in the ocean yeah oh to get away I saw from the flames and yes. he jumped in with his girlfriend yes he was obviously giving the interview but he's like I haven't found her yet <gasps> so he's like I hope she's somewhere and but just, then they go in together they went in the ocean together but they got separated oh my god I, the, the water was so rough yeah because of the weather and where they went in is not a place you would normally just jump in the ocean oh my god you know and it's not like you're gonna like we're going onto a beach and just walking in and there's no service Nope. No cell phones. So he's, I think that was one of the reasons why he was on TV. He's like, if you're out there somewhere, please, God, you know, let me know that you're alive. But there's no <sighs> cell phone service. There's no electricity. There's no way to communicate. Oh, my God. Really. And so I'm hoping to God that she is not dead. It's weird because uh, although we have been so incredibly fortunate, we've never had to experience this, but we've seen it literally miles away from us. So We've close. Seen it. The Napa fires, this reminded me a lot of the Napa fires. There, when, when those Napa fires came down that hill, people couldn't get out in time. No, and this was the same thing in Maui. It was the same exact thing. They same. were surrounded by walls of flames Fire. before yep. they even knew what to do. There was one gentleman who was in the water. He got in the water because he had to get out of his car. Yeah. Because it was coming. It was coming. And he said there were tornadoes of fire. He goes, and the... The um, debris that was coming off yes. the fire, they were the size of charcoal briquettes, yeah. and they were hot, and, and it was hit you. you. And I was like, I can't, I can't. Can you imagine? No. no. This, this literally is, well, and so, again, in California, wildfires are our thing. Yes. You know, we do have earthquakes, too, but wildfires are actually definitely more. In Northern California, it's fire. Well, sure. Southern California, too. Well, you're, I, I you mean, know what? we you're have right. had massive fires the in state. L.A. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Our state just burns. You're right. Um, because it's warm here all the yes. time. And so, anyway. I was watching a show about a man and his wife who were affluent. And if you were affluent, a lot of times you live in these gated communities mm-hmm. and they're up high above the city. Yeah. They did. And they were living in a gated community where the roads are kind of windy to get to your property. And yeah. um, they saw this fire that was miles away, you know, and they could see the glow of the fire and they were watching it. They weren't stupid, but they, and they had a plan. Like, look, if it gets to this point, we're going to leave. We'll get you know out. What I mean? Yeah. Right. So it did. And they were like, okay, we got to go. They were like, by the time we got in the car and we're leaving, we couldn't get out of our house. <gasps> we were surrounded by flames. So. Was this the one where they got in the pool? Yes. Tell me, tell me. They were in their 60s. Yes. So these weren't young people. They, they, were, they were in their 60s, which, okay, the only reason why that matters is it because. It does matter. You, it matters because you're less spry. You know, <gasps> you're not as physical as you might be if you're younger. If you're um, in your 30s, it's very yes, different. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the wife had medical issues, so he was obviously worried and taking care of his wife. They ended up in the pool because they were literally burning. T- their house was burning around them, <sighs> and they could not get out. It's and terrifying. so they stayed in the pool, f- and they were they were if you can imagine your nose and your lips just being the only thing that could be out so they could breathe because the fire was so close yeah and it was creating these tornado these fire tornadoes and smoke inhalation well that too but i mean these fire tornadoes there i can't i can't because the wind and the from the fire is so hot the drive to survive is unbelievable isn't it yeah, so I mean, like, I guess the fire, because it gets so hot, it mm-hmm. makes, like, these swirly, it well, makes its wind. own weather. And yeah. the wind. Well, and then the real wind, but I guess fire itself can make it its can. own yeah. weather. So yes. it was doing that. And the debris, they were yes. saying, like, burning things were falling into yeah, the pool. So no, they weren't um, exposed, but they could barely stick their faces out with stuff dropping on them, you know. I can't even imagine the kind of anxiety that <laughs> the would terror. be having. The terror of being either drowning or dying of smoke inhalation and wondering like are we even safe in our pool a heart attack and the and actually the fight or flight 
of wanting to just get out and run, run and would be really, really hard because you know you're like, I think I can make it. Yeah. You, you, your, brain, your brain's going, you can do it, but the reality is, is you would like, die. You would die. This yeah. is your only. This is your only hope. Yeah. So they ended up being in the pool for about three hours, oh, and that's they not said, that bad. <clears throat> "No, it's not that bad." Thank I mean, God we live. No, it's a long time if that's you can a imagine. Long time. <laughs> but yes, thank God we live in California because they said they were freezing. Even though it's yes. warm outside, your pool is what in the hypothermia eighties or awesome. you know whatever. Yeah. So um, they were both freezing to death because they were mm-hmm. older. Mm-hmm. You know they were shivering. Though he was really afraid his wife was getting hypothermic. Yes. And finally, they got to get out of their home. Everything was gone. They oh were. It God. was literally a foundation. That was all that was left. Um, I can't believe they survived. They and their next door neighbors, who were the same age as them, were found dead in their garage. They were trying they, to get. They out. were trying to get out, and they were like, "We have nowhere to go." So they. Because he said in the beginning, initially we were going to go to the garage and we thought this is the safest place to be. Mm-mm. It's cement, you know, well, you know, even if the house burns around us, we'll still, so he goes, but when, when I got in there, I was like, this doesn't feel right. I feel like we're going to die here. Good. But the neighbors did the same thing. Oof. And there was one thing that I saw on TikTok. A lot of people were obviously recording their escape and trying to show what was going on as they were leaving. There's a ton of abandoned cars on the roads. And yeah. they, those are the people that ran into the water, which is what I would do for sure. It's one of those things. I think it's a human nature thing, or maybe it's a woman thing. I'm not really sure, but I was telling Daryl that this morning. I said, whenever things like this happen, and there are survive, people have survived. I always wonder what I, how I would have responded, and I think it would have been. I would have gone into the water for sure. Yeah, if you had to. You if I had to. Um, but if I have children, it's one of those things where you just go. You just got to leave early. You've got to get out. Yeah, I mean, get out. I think it depends on your circumstance because it does where you found out when you got right. caught up in it. If you like, wake up and it's sometimes happening. it's just well, I mean, sometimes it's. Do just you know too what late. I mean? Yes. Like you yes. can be the best planner and guess, like be the smartest person, but if the circumstances are, I think it's one of those things where if you have the opportunity to escape, I should say, because I don't think there were people who even had the opportunity. No, I think there it were came people so who fast. did not. And a lot of times in these situations, we find mm. out later it's so yeah. tragic that oh god, I know the people who died are people who are immobile who can, who are in wheelchairs or were in nursing homes and they were literally there's they were, could not they physically could not move physically themselves leave. yeah it's awful it's awful and i that now the other thing that's happened and i hope this does not happen is they're saying that they're afraid that billionaires are going to come in and buy and build oh, over everyone's homes I and just not. take over and i'm like i swear to god I would hope that the state of Hawaii would... One um, would hope that they yeah. would not allow it. There's mm-hmm. got to be some kind of law that doesn't allow for that. I mean, I think... Like, with, it didn't happen in Paradise. It didn't happen in Napa. No, it didn't. Like, I mean, the worst part of... See, so the thing about the, about Maui is that the businesses and stuff, like the mom and pop shops, like like her, your friend's the coffee shop. It's coffee a one shop. In, yes. What if their insurance doesn't cover it? And how and can they afford to not work while they're rebuilding? Well, that's the thing. I, I'm like, can you imagine losing your home is one thing. But now you have no job. There's no school. Yeah. There's no stores. And this is what happened in Hurricane Katrina. Yes. In uh, New Orleans. Yes. Because a lot of people, at, at the time, I was, of all things to do, I was working loss mitigation for a home um, servicing company. And mm-hmm. so we were foreclosing on, we weren't foreclosing, but we were trying to figure out what to do with all of those properties. That were destroyed. And I was basically. doing everything over the phone because I was in California. So uh, uh, after a while, of talking to different companies or homeowners, they were like, you don't seem to understand. My house is, there, I can't even see the roof. It's There's underwater. There's like an inch of it that is showing. <laughs> it's And it's a two-story, yeah. 3,000 square foot home. Right. It's gone. There's yeah. no, there's no, and they're like, and I left the state and I'm not going back. There's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. 
So I feel like this is the same situation. Yeah. Like there's nothing left. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of controversy. There's going to be a lot of heartache. There's going to be so much money has been raised already. Yeah. I'm Um, hoping that. And I hope it actually gets to the people who need it. You know, I saw this one woman, she goes, you know, Maui isn't just a tourist destination. We all live here. This is what we do. This is, we have our grandparents' homes. They go to school. We go to, we go to Target. Absolutely. We get our Starbucks just like you. You know, this is not your vacation destination only. We live here. But the good thing about it being such a worldwide, um, renowned Mm -hmm. vacation vacation destination yes. is there's a lot of people who have Outpouring. memories there and yes. love it and I'm like oh my god remember when we went to Maui it was the best thing ever or they go there every year yeah. and they a have lot of for 20 do. years yeah so I am hoping that that Alone sentiment will, will help people mm-hmm. to give and rebuild I really hope so and then you know I've heard people going you know I'm supposed to go to Maui next week should yeah. I cancel should I cancel I'm like what there, well, one of the the news shows that I listen to occasionally in the morning when I want to know what the traffic is when I'm on my way to work, it's a Fox show, and that's the only reason why I prefaced it that way. <laughs> but it's the only local news show we have to get traffic. To, yeah, we don't even we don't have any. I've never found another one. Yeah, I don't is there know. another news radio program in I the mean, morning? Just uh, Capital, whatever that one is. The 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 public Capital Network. Whatever. Oh, I don't it's, even know. It's run by Sac State. I like it. It's oh, on, I would listen to that. Yeah, and they do they do the five minute news. They do, and it's not you know it's just the news. It's just it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Le- there's no lean. Well, this yeah. So this one is just a, the, a traffic guy comes yeah. on and be like KFBK news, blah blah blah, and he'll yeah, tell yeah, you what yeah. the traffic is, and that's literally the reason yeah. why I will sometimes turn it of on course. in the morning if I'm running late. So. That guy was scheduled to go to Maui this week. Oh. And, but he didn't, he was just like, my wife and I immediately canceled. You know, we're not, obviously, he's like, yeah. we, we are devastated because we go every year. And it's awful. You know, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I can imagine, especially in California, because so, a lot of us go to Hawaii. Here's the thing, and then we can move on. Some bitch. <laughs> oh, she God. was at the airport. She's annoyed by the fires. She's from Reading. So that's God, should, enough said. You don't need to say anything else. She's married to her cousin. Not a, it, it, that would be an upgrade. <laughs> so she's got her, you know, she's standing there, some skinny bitch. I'm imagining some. Our, our, First our of Redding, all, I'm like our Reading listeners right now are like, "Well, fuck you." They're like, "No, they're probably like, oh, I know Janice." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I so she's so. being interviewed because you know they're like, "You can't go to Maui. We're canceling your flight. Go home, whatever." And she's like. I know all about fires. I where I live, they happen. She rolled her eyes. Oh my she God, goes, I bitch. know that it's not going to profoundly affect where we're going, but apparently we can't go now. It's not as bad as it seems. Oh my God, that's what she said. It's not as bad as it seems. And I'm like, and she had the audacity to, to say that? this on television, on TV, where everyone's going to see it. And you know that thing. I'm glad she did. You know that shit went viral immediately. Oh my God, especially in her hometown. And you know everybody's just like. I don't know why you're getting so much shit. It's true. <laughs> and I'm like, go back to Reading. Please go back. I've told people, I'm like, don't, don't even stop in Reading. They're going to have a blacklist of all the people not allowed to come to Maui. Just literally drive past Reading and go to the next town. Oregon. <laughs> That's the next town. Just go. Because I've stopped in Reading and it's like. It's horrible. You hear the banjos. You hear it. <laughs> you don't want to go there. Well, I mean, honestly, you know, when you live in, for me, I we a lot, we, t- we like to travel in California. There's yes. so many things you can see and do without yes. having to leave our state. It's and, true. And if you're broke or you just can't afford a week-long vacation on an island, you know, you can, there's you can stuff you can ocean. do. You can, yeah. So I, I have researched, and we have, got, we have done 
Central Coast and LA area mm-hmm. so many times yeah. and like San Francisco and stuff that I'm like, God, what else can we do? I'm like, what's north? I have researched for weeks. You can't find anything? Nothing is north. <laughs> no, well. Besides mid- Tahoe. Oh, no. You Oh, you go west of, of Lake Tahoe uh, up above. It's literally like redding everywhere. You can go to Mendocino. Well, Mendocino I've been there. Gualala. I've been there. So have I. It's cold there, though. It's not only that, but it's the... <laughs> well, you know where you can the go. The stupidest reason not to go is because I get car sick and oh, the, that the drive... Dude, that Switchback Mountain. To Mendocino. It's terrifying. I only want to fly in there. Daryl's like, da- brother won't even drive it. Uh, neither will he's I. He's terrified of Jerry wants to go back so many times. He's like, let's go back to Mendocino. That was so fun. I'm like, I can't do that drive again. We went to Anderson Valley like four or five years ago for a wine tasting. And I almost, I had to pull over and throw we up. did too. It was disgustingly car. I was so And perfect. it's so far. It's beautiful. But it takes five hours. It takes uh, forever forever and you're like i'm not leaving i'm staying <laughs> there's here for, nowhere to pull over I'm everything staying here for a week and yes. everything's had, a 400 foot cliff drop from I have to the right of your car in my life i hated it i couldn't believe it i was like please can we just stay here for and like yes, a it's, month it's beautiful it's but, stunning it's stunning but, but if that's you, why but if you live in california and you do the coast thing yes it looks like everywhere else dude i can barely get through mount tamalpais to get to <laughs> I don't even know that is. beach in the Bay Area. It's oh, so hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. all foresty and it's beautiful, but the roads are like squiggles. It's terrible. It's awful. Because in California, we don't want to ruin anything totally with our fair. roads, which I, I agree. It's, it's But if you want to go somewhere, then this is what you must endure. Just be prepared. Go on an empty stomach. That's yeah. all I can say. Don't And don't have to pee. Nothing. No. Just gut it and yeah, go. It's awful. Stop in Marin County and then don't stop. That's why we have these communities of mm-hmm. private pilots. Yes. They take their little Cessna 170s and they fly into these little tiny... And I'm like, that, that is the way to go. It's the only way to do Granted, it. Granted, you read about a pilot dying every Occasion- weekend. Occasionally. It happens all the time. It's not, it's not that bad. Jerry's like, he must have been doing something stupid. I'm like, because you've never done anything stupid. <laughs> in your life. And you wouldn't kill me and Jeff in one of those. I know it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm... I'm not sure I could do the Cessna thing. I'd probably do helicopter over Cessna, but helicopters crash too. Oh, Jerry's especially terrified in of helicopters. Really? Yeah. He he go, he'll fly he'll fly a kite. Will you do and a, sit on um, top of it? Would he do a hot air balloon? He has done a hot air balloon. Did he hate in it in his prior marriage? I he said it. he liked it, but it wasn't something he needed to do a hundred times. I don't need to do it again, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and it, I was surprised because I think what it is is after a certain height. I go, you know what? If I die, I die. Uh, like after a while. That seems to me like a thing where they should get everybody parachutes. Because you could actually give everybody parachutes. I think the thing that kills people on hot air balloons is running into power lines. That too. There's so many things. I don't want to be electrocuted. Oh my God, that'd be the that'd worst. That'd be the worst. Well, I, I also don't want to free yourself. fall from 400 feet up or you'd however high heart, you go. You'd have a heart attack before you hit the ground. And if you do You hope. Well, knowing me, I'd be like, I can do this. I can survive it. Start flapping your arms. <laughs> Yes, I'm that flying. would be that would, my dream. That would absolutely, absolutely. Get a I sheet, would use your hoodie, try to make a little Arabic knowing air pocket. Us, we'd be together, and be like, "Think we can do it? <laughs> think like, we let's can just jump in the air right let's when it hits the ground. <laughs> no, we'll jump as high as we can. It'll hit the ground, and then we'll just land. We'll just break our legs, which I don't want to do. I'd rather die personally than break oh my, my legs. I don't want to be a paraplegic. Oh my god! Land on your stomach and die. Oh god. Anyway, okay, so the first week of school for, I mean, literally everybody's back in school already. Yeah. I can't, it's so funny, and it, this is this is because I'm old, where I go, God, do you remember when we used to go back to school in September? Yeah. We'd go after Labor Day yeah. weekend, and then you'd start on Tuesday. Yes. And there was no half days. Tuesday, no. begin. 
all day school eight to three walk home like it was there was no yeah we just hit the ground running yes exactly so i was telling daryl about that i was telling somebody else i think it was at the grad party and i said yeah i go school starting for jeff and all these little children that were at the party and i said god i remember starting in labor day but we were in sacramento and so it was still a hundred true you know and even though you would smell the fall coming yeah. It was still hot. It's, it's hot. So it was one of those things, and it's like this everywhere, where it's kind of chilly in the morning, so you wear a jacket, but by like 12 o'clock, you're like, God. You're dying. You're dying. Yeah. And so- um, Well, not now, because our kids start in August. August, where it's literally- It's 110 it's in the Hades. middle of the day. Yeah. Yes, it's Hades here. But I was telling Daryl, I go, don't you remember? I go, well, I remember this vividly, and I know Stephanie will remember, where our mom would we'd go school shopping once a year. Mm-hmm. And we would go in the summer and we'd pick out and all the fall clothes at Mervyn's would be out. Yep. And occasionally we'd get to go to Macy's and get like one pair of brand name jeans Jordache. so that we would be cool, our Jordache jeans. But other than that, it was Mervyn's and Levi's, which what's hilarious now is Levi's are like ridiculously expensive. Ridiculously it used to expensive. Be the, the cheap shit was My Levi's. friends give me shit because my, my son only wears Levi jeans. They're like, ooh, la la la. I'm, I'm like, like, hey, this is what I wore when I went and to school. And it's so weird to think yeah. that that was like, yeah. That was like the poor people jeans. Yeah. That was and like, now well, it's you're the not opposite. wearing Kmart jeans, but you're wearing you know, Levi's, so it's okay. Wrangler was questionable. Very much. And but, now, if you wear Wrangler, <laughs> well, if you wear Wrangler, I saw a little old man with Wrangler <laughs> jeans on the other day. I was like, "Oh, did he even have a butt? He had no butt. He no, has a little frog." Legs. I mean, the freaking belt was so cinched. Oh, <laughs> like it was because he just refused to he size was probably down. On, like the last, I don't know. <laughs> Why don't men? You know what? His his wife didn't give a shit anymore, or he know. didn't have one, or he's she's like, "I'm so tired of fighting with you about what an idiot you look like." Go Fine. ahead, go ahead, Frogman. Go wear Warren. what you want to wear. Yeah. <laughs> Go God. to the store. Go do whatever you got to do. He was at do. the grocery store. Shuffle along, shuffle buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was still, I'm like, Poor don't, guy. I go, don't you remember you'd get a new pair of tennies? You'd get, you know, your uh-huh. Nikes or your Asics, your Adidas, whatever, whatever it is you wanted. And then <clears throat> it was the one time mom indulged. She would indulge she us in school clothes because she's like, I know what it's like. She, she had, did, thank God. Because she was so poor, she had to make most of her clothes. I know. And so she was just <clears throat> like, no, man, once a year, I'll buy you whatever you need. She did. You know, so we'd always get five pairs of everything. And I can remember, <laughs> as coming from children of divorced parents, yes. that this was the the time of year where mom and dad would fight a lot. Oh, yeah. mom was like, give me some fucking money. Yeah, I've got I four, have four kids to I have dress. to put in school. And he'd be like, Ugh. They can wear, uh, dad was I don't a dick know about why. shit like that. You know what? I never understood that. It's so stupid. She'd it's, get money out of him. It's but. probably why you and I are like, whatever you want, baby. You can have so. whatever you need to wear. You I know? wish my son, yeah. The he thing is, you know what though? You've broken the generational curse of struggling. To, or him worrying about what he's going to look like. Exactly. Because we did. Exactly. It was I terrifying. Will say, it's the one thing our mom was always fairly good about. She when was. We, now, when we got older, she was a little less... Uh, indulgent she wanted us to buy our own shit like by the time we were like 14 i know buy your own rags and tampons i had to i'm like i'm 14 (sighs) like we can't work yet (laughs) we gotta go to school but anyway when we were younger in grade school she was very indulgent with us and then um i was i was saying don't you remember getting your new shoes and really believing that you would run fast (laughs) and i said i remember i think it was fifth grade maybe sixth grade where I was so excited about this one Angora sweater my mom let me buy uh-huh. I actually remember that I, w- I wore it to school the first day of school was it white yes yeah I remember white Angora sweater with my Jordache jeans and I thought I was the shit you were the shit though you look so cute yeah except it was a hundred yeah. <laughs> you were like I don't care I'm, I'm wearing like, it <sighs> 
Yeah. Don't I look great? But you know what? I they wasn't even alone. sell such a thing anymore, do they? I wasn't alone. Everybody was wearing sweaters yeah, because true. they were like, these are my new clothes. Right. You had to wear them. Yeah. Oh my God. I can just remember agonizing over what we were going to wear the first day. Oh my God. It was such a big deal. Yeah, it was, it was a huge such deal. a big deal. But anyway, I do remember that. And I was like, and now ah. kids just don't give a shit about they, stuff like that. They roll out of bed. They put on their target clothes. And, and it's fine. And school. no one makes fun of you. <laughs> no, no one cares. No one gives a shit. You walk up to school. I'm so glad. Go to a middle school. Well, I don't know why you would do this on purpose, but I have to go to a middle school. Yes. <laughs> you walk up to the middle school and they all look exactly, they all have a hoodie over their head. Yep. They all look like little heroin addicts. And they all look like <laughs> they hate their fucking life. They're like, <laughs> yay, hormones. Oh my God. And then every once in a while you'll see somebody who's like skipping and happy and cute. And you're like, who is that little child? Where are their parents? Yeah, There's something wrong. They're like, are you, are you okay? Yeah. I'm like, why can't they're like, I haven't hit puberty yet. Yay for me. Something weird. That's all it is. God. They're still, they're still joyous because the hormones haven't kicked in yet Perhaps. the hormone monsters have not oh invaded I'm telling you um yeah it's well we were never talking before the show how it's when it's one of the benefits of being an older mom is yeah. that you just you kind of don't take it personally well, I laugh. now you just go i remember i do and it's kind well, of i was telling a friend who's a, a guy friend at mm-hmm. work um who has a child that's very similar in age a little bit younger but very close in the same age yeah. and because he's a boy um he can kind of like put it into perspective for me because yes. I've never raised a son. Absolutely, yes. And it's just him and his brother. Oh, perfect. And they didn't have sisters, so his mom raised two boys. Okay. And I'm always like, God, you know, I just, the thing is, is like, I don't think my son understands how much. So just a little context, my friend, who's a very, very, very dear friend of mine, his mother recently passed at a very, she was young. Okay. Because he's 40. Oh, oh And gosh. so she died That's unexpectedly. So oh. And <clears throat> it was a little bit surprising to me how, I don't know why, um, he has just really struggled with her death. Oh, um, well, mamas and baby boys. Mamas and right? boys. And now I've seen, I've had other friends who've lost p- parents and it's always terrible. It's never yes. like, yay, you know, my, but if my you're mom. A, but if you're a mama's boy. I, there's something just a little very different. different. Uh-huh. Yes. And um, so it's been heartbreaking for me oh, as his friend to so watch hard. him go through this um, the, the last eight months or so. Sure. And I, you know, so it's kind of like, I do talk to him about my son sometimes as a distraction if he's sad or whatever. But, and I told him, I said, you know, I just don't get the whole, like, why am I the most annoying person in the world? And like, (laughs) quite honestly, as far as moms go, I'm fucking super cool. You are super cool. My kid is so goddamn spoiled and people will be like, yeah, that's your problem. But I don't care. But he's not a Veruca Salt though. No, he's not a Veruca Salt. No. So, but he is adult. I do give him a lot. um, Mm -hmm. And, Part of that for me is so that I balance the scale a little bit because I'm a hardcore bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I you have booty and have, I'm loud. Yeah, but you also have some standards. I do. That. It's not all. even that. It's just that I, I have a short temper and if he's being smart ass or whatever, I yell. I'm a sure. yeller. Yeah. I try. We've talked about yelling and yes. how we are trying. You're trying really hard. I'm very self-aware of that, but it just gets it the best of still. me sometimes. Like, oh, God forbid you're flawed. Oh, no. Right. Yes. Anyway. And I get annoyed really easy. So So what does the friend say? So I just told him about how my, my experience was this last week with school, with school starting. And he was like, you know what? That is so temporary. He's yeah. like, I remember going through that with my mom. And I loved my mom. Aww. He's like, so later on, I looked mm-hmm. back and I was just like, God, I love my mom so bad. Like she was always so good to me. Yeah. And she loved me so bad. And yep. now that I'm a little bit older, he's mm-hmm. like, I just... I, I didn't feel that way anymore. And I'm like, I hope you're right. I it's, really you hope are. you're right. I will, and you know what? I, now I'm I've so raised, scared of our 
kids not ha- like having the relationships that we have with I mom. have I have told my children I said my biggest fear is that you won't want to talk to me and that it'll be devastating I couldn't imagine you know and so and I've said that to them as a collectively as a group and they're just like mom that's literally never going to happen like we would never and I'm like okay good because I don't want therapy to be a complete waste (laughs) you know that I've learned to be a better parent and you know breaking a lot of generational trauma and stuff and so with that being said my son who is a just obviously the love of my life mine too and so I love him so bad. <laughs> I, I don't remember we were talking. This was a, like, like five or six years ago. And he said, I just want you to know. And so he was pretty young when he said this to me. He goes, I just want you to know that I am so grateful for the way you handled me when I was a kid, because I, of course, hated it then. And now I look back now and going, God damn, she saved my life. Right. Like, there were there were things that I absolutely felt like I was entitled to do and you didn't allow it. And he's like, yeah. and I'm really grateful. I'm like, I can't God. believe what I'm hearing right now. It's got to be so Is this satisfying. what a healthy relationship looks like? Yeah. I have never seen well, this. Well, I mean, I just, it's so, it's, I think each child is so different too. Oh, yeah. And and their perception is so different. And, you know, one of the things I'll say about coming from being a divorced, so my, me and my ex-husband mm-hmm. and my daughter, right. that relationship is not the same as I think the relationship with my son and sure. his dad now. Yeah. And I can't change that as much as I wish I could I can't no but you can can be better I can be better and I am being better but it doesn't it doesn't make the heartbreak less of the lessons that I had to learn with my with my daughter um, and the relationship that her and I have as a result sure we love each other and I have no doubt about that yes but we have there's a lot of distance between us physical distance yes and that girl has been a daddy's girl since (laughs) the day she spit out of my vagina sometimes that's just the way it goes it is right now if we were married i wouldn't give a shit because right. i would ha- we have i'd have the right. best of both worlds true but since we're divorced and we and he happens to live in fucking siberia <laughs> and that's where she wants to be because she loves him so bad right you know it sucks i i know but i mean but it is what it is it is what it is and i remember reading this one and i've heard this many many times they're just like you know, and my kids have even said this and they're like, you know, you're, you and I have talked about this because we had a hard time understanding mm-hmm. our other sister's life with our parents as we were out, moved out already. And they yeah. say this, that you're, you could have the same parents and have four different, siblings, different experiences and every single kid has different parents. True. In the home. And actually that's true. Even in our the, the foursome yeah. of us. So even though you It's just Paula. She's the only one that <laughs> No, seriously. Allison and I don't too, I think. Well a kind little bit. Of. Although Allison, even to this day, lives her own life. Doesn't really she allow does. people to affect her her mode. She really doesn't. I envy it. Yeah. I really do. Although, you know, that's what I kind of like about having all these siblings is that I look at even Paula, there's things about the four of the three of you that I don't have. Right. And I am so like a posit- in a positive way envious of those traits that you have. Really? I don't, oh, yeah. See, and I feel the same I don't, way about you. Yeah, because I don't have those traits. You actually had a period of time in your life that you can probably remember. Oh, well, God. I don't know if you can remember it. Uh. When you, it was just you, mom and dad. Uh, you would have been about, you would have been like three. Briefly, because I remember me being born. No, I don't remember being born. No, but, me, not oh, you. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes, I remember escaping the womb. <laughs> no. Um, briefly. I do briefly. I know, and, and most Little people. Little windows of flickers flashes. of photos. But yeah, um, 
I do remember. And it wasn't, although, you know, our parents were really, really young. They were like yeah. Kenzie's age. They were very young. Well, tw- I think mom was 24 when she had me. She was 20 when she had me. And so. Oh, 23. Okay. So she yeah, was 23. Yeah. 22, 23. Malia is 23. I can't imagine. Can her. you imagine having two kids two. at 23? God, no. But that was very normal back then. It was. You're right. It was normal. But anyway, with all that being said, I do. I do remember that it was very different. Um, at least when you were in kindergarten and first grade, yes. I was a baby. Yes. So you probably at least remember that. I do. I do um, remember that. And versus me, and I, I in- kind of don't start remembering until it was almost like all of us. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But you God. have a really weird memory. I do. Have a weird it's unusual. <laughs> I know. And it's good, but because. Oh, yeah, it is good. But at the but same time, I don't know a lot of people who remember when they were three. I do. <laughs> But you do. Our TV was in the closet for some reason. I don't know what that was about, but on in did did it run in there though, or was it just it was in there? No, it was in there. Was that at our house in like the Santa Clara area? Yeah. Oh God, why? That's weird. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it was weird to have your TV displayed in those days. I think so. And it was black and white. Of course. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So much has changed since then. Yeah, thank God. Anyway, so happy first week of school to all those who observe. Yeah, and I'm glad for all of you parents, mothers specifically, who survived, <laughs> because let's face it, for the most part, we do it all. Yes. Um, okay, so did you have any ugly and awkward moments? Um, I have one, and I need your go advice. Ahead. I need your advice. <clears throat> We're not, we didn't really talk about the grad party, but it was fun, didn't you think? I enjoyed it very did much. Did you enjoy everybody? Was there any weirdness? Yes. I don't think no so. No weirdness. It was great. We it got to awesome. meet some of, uh, so Mackenzie, my daughter, graduated from culinary school, so we had a party. Yeah. Something that's been taking control of my brain for months. Yes. I thought there was enough Years, food, actually. enough yeah. booze. There was. Enough everything. Plenty of, uh, oh God, we went through a lot of champagne, but. We went through 15 bottles of champagne. <laughs> Two magnums. <laughs> said it out loud. It's like, two, oh my God. Two magnums. Yeah, but there was like 45 people there. Was there? Yeah. Okay. Well, but mean, it, it ebbed and flowed. I mean, I was there the whole time, but there was people who came and left. There and, were people you know. that came before you even. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, but they, but you're right. It did ebb and flow. Which I mean, is, I got there. I mean, I think the party was supposed to start at 1130-ish, and I got there start, at noon. It, stopped, it started at 11, and people walked in the door at 11. Good I was Lord. like, oh man. And you know, what? great. Yeah. As I long as you it. were prepared. Great. I was up at awesome. 4 a.m. I was oh, ready. For God's sake. I was ready. So after, like you said, there was a lot of champagne flowing. I, mm-hmm. what it's kind of reminded me of going to a wedding or being at something. I remember talking to everybody. You did. I don't remember anything. Oh, really? I have like wisps of thoughts of, I remember talking well, here and there. You but were, there the were ho- so when you're the many host, people. Yeah. And I felt like I neglected some people. They're like, not. no, you didn't. And I was like, okay, good. Because I, I felt like I wasn't hosting enough. I just no, remember totally going were. around going, why are you empty? Why are you? It's like you being know? a server. Yeah. Yes. Well, and you had yeah. Daryl too, and yes. I, and you have to for remember that he flitted about the he whole did day. Too. Yes. So when one of you was doing something yes. else, the other one was talking to people. Right. So it was fine. So I had many awkward moments, and I'll share another one on the next <laughs> show. But this one, I don't know what to do about it, and you need to give me some advice. Oh my God. So we're sitting with Greg and Glenn. Greg oh. is our hairdresser. His husband Glenn, and we're sitting there. We're all chatting. They're hilarious. And I think you might have been sitting there, but maybe not. And um, his, his mother, Glenn's mother, passed away Recently. like a, you know a couple months mm-hmm. ago. And um, I don't she's, think it's been a couple months. It's yeah, it's been six weeks. Like, like very a month. short. It was very recently. And um, our hairdresser's <clears throat> mo- uh, father passed away in May. Right like before, just, just one trauma, one hit yeah, after yeah. another. They literally both lost a parent within the same two months. We did not go to support. Oh, Greg's family in the funeral say. because we weren't invited. We don't know these people. Well, we know them, but not like that. No, well, a death in the family is a little a different. The, yes, well, even weddings are less intimate than funerals, right? So, 
we found out that their dear friends went to the service, but they've also known their family personally forever. forever. So I'm like, God, should we have gone? Like, I thought we weren't invited, so we weren't going to go. Because uh-huh. we don't, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so Glenn's mother is having a small service. She's being um, buried with his fa- with her father, mm-hmm. with her husband. And it's at the uh, a beautiful VA uh Yes, where our, where where our, grandfather, our grandfather is, is buried. buried. So we, we're very familiar with yes, it. Yes, and it's a beautiful place. It's gorgeous. Very, very pretty. So my dumbass goes... <laughs> I was there. I invited myself to the funeral, you Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> <was> so funny. <laughs> I was observing that one. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I doing? And they're just like, um, of course you can come. And well, I'm like, what are they going to do? Say no? I... And then afterwards, the next that night, I go, why did I do that? <laughs> okay, here's the I thing. Here's the thing. I, I was there, Thank um, you. so everybody. It was so awkward, Stephanie. Because <laughs> well, what, what are they going to do? Go. Um, no, you cannot go. And I'm like, here's the way I looked at it. You were trying to give a very heartfelt sentiment. Yes. Of like, Look, I'm so sorry this happened to you, and I just want you to know how much I care about you. I want to support you, and I want to support you. And does that mean going or not? I don't. Know. Something to that. Yeah, that's the way I took it. Okay, it was good. not like. This is going to be a bash I can't miss, you know? I need <laughs> to be going. there. And I'm I will be going. the life of the party, yo. I'm bringing the flowers. No. It's going to be a great time. It wasn't no. it wasn't like that. So I think okay. I think that if had it been me, I would have taken it that way. Okay. Well, then they're not going to be heart heartbroken when I don't arrive. Absolutely not. I would send an <laughs> extremely nice bunch of flowers or do something. I'm going to do something, but it's not yeah. going to be it and my presence is not required. Right. Stephanie, I want to die. Don't <laughs> I Don't. want to be buried. And here's the good thing is that we had all had a lot of a champagne. A lot of champagne a at lot. that point. Like yes, so much. Yes. So an awkward moment wasn't out of the question for anybody, to be honest with you. <laughs> He's so embarrassing. I mean, there was a couple times where, um, do, do they listen to the show? Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yes, they do. Right. Well, they, they are adorable. First of all, they're hilarious. And hilarious. And adorable. Both yes. of them are funny as hell. Yes. Um, and you can tell they've been together for a really long Forever. time. Yes. Right. Which I love because when you have, when you're with another seasoned couple like oh, that, yes. certain things oh, are just, yeah. it's fine to poke at each other or make <laughs> fun of is. one another, you of know, course. all in good fun. Right. And right. so they did a lot of that. And, uh-huh. um, <laughs> At favorite. one point, you know, Glenn looks over and he's like, I think I need to take my husband home. Because <laughs> Greg was just like going off and saying something like so. F- oh, when he was showing ugly pictures of Glenn. Oh God, that's- like, you know how you take a picture of your spouse oh when they don't know it? And you're oh like, this is God. the ugliest picture ever and I'm keeping it. Dude, I've done that. I have one of Daryl. We, we all have done it. I have one. And every once in a while when he pisses me off, I send it to you're him. You're all I send it to him. He's like, God damn it, you still have that? Yes. I'm like, I do. Right. And sometimes oh they don't God. even know you have it. So at some point during the, the <laughs> afternoon when we were, you know, a little toasty, Glenn started, Greg starts showing that. ugly pictures of Glenn. And Glenn's like, stop it. I do remember it this. It so bad. And I don't blame him. They were awful. I would be furious. I mean, I was like, Greg, what are you doing? <laughs> And he's all, look, I'm showing him. Like, so and then Glenn's like, I'm deleting these. He's like, don't delete them. I'm getting my phone. That was hilarious. Oh, my God. It was like the funniest oh exchange God. ever. So, yeah, that was Yes, really there were other awkward moments mm-hmm. that as, you know, thank God they are friends and we oh. were all laughing about it. But just like when Daryl comes over, he goes, Echo, play Dottie West. And all of a sudden, Dottie West and Kenny Rogers are playing. And it was like loud as and fuck. And it was very loud. And you were like, can you turn that down? <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, thank you. Because I'm not allowed to let, yell at your husband, but I was on the cusp. And, I'm then like, all, yeah. and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm like, oh, I wonder what she's up to. And they're like, oh, no, she died. I'm like, Dottie West died? <laughs> like, really loud. Die, die, die. Oh, my Echoes God. The house. That always happens to me. Oh, my God. That was so I say so something funny. extraordinarily loud right at a quiet moment. Oh, Jesus When it's been Christ. loud the whole time, and except for the... When I speak. Yes. Anyway, it was a fun party. And that we was, did have fun. That was one of my awkward moments. Um, yeah. <laughs> no awkward moments at the nude gig. Uh, nothing. God, you know oh, what? Oh, by the way, is uh, is the security female security guard being nice to you now? Yeah, she keeps bringing me feathers for my cat. Feathers? Well, so we had an exchange, a mutual cat lover exchange, oh. where she was walking by my desk and she had something unusual in her hand. And I was like, what is that? And I kind of ca- ca- grabbed her as she was walking by. And she's yeah. like, oh... It's a feather. I, I take them, you know, if I find them in the wild, I'll bring them home to my cat. And they're like, it's favorite thing ever. And well, oh. I've been doing that for years. Yeah. I've always done that. I didn't know and that. And there's something about certain cats who, if you get a feather from the wild, it smells really birdy. And they like, love it? They love it. Oh. And they'll play with it and they'll do all kinds of weird stuff with it until it doesn't smell like fresh bird anymore. Do you wash them? No. Oh, you just give it to them feral? You, I know what you're thinking. Our mother used to say that bird feathers had diseases. Yeah, they don't. No. Okay. Well, so, I don't know. No, but I believed that for a long time, too, until okay. I got older. And then I was like, no, they really don't. Okay. <laughs> so, um, anyway. <laughs> yes. So, when she said it, I laughed, and I was like, my my cat loves f- a fresh feather, too. I'm like, free How toys. Funny. You don't even have to buy them any of the shit that's in the so store. So, she's been bringing you So, feathers. now she's been bringing me, like, a feather a day. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I can't wait to see but how she's this all hilarious. Out. Yeah, she's super sweet and funny, and I really like her. So Stripes was a was a short lived nickname, or did she still call you Stripes? That was one day. It was like my first day or second day. Maybe she day. was hazing you a little. She wasn't. The more I get to know her, Probably the more I'm like, she's just got a kind of a, a, a snarky, good. Um, I love it. Sarcastic. I like people sense like that. of humor. Her and I will be fine. I can't wait. I'm glad yeah. to hear about her. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week with another show. Bye. Bye.